97-esque band, The Future of Rock and Roll. Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 128. On today's show, the fall of the Duggars makes for 21 dongs and counting. The word squirt is gross, but pretentious chocolate is delicious, and Steffi commiserates with Simone about memory hoarding. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm I'm Dong okay, thank you. It's been a a big a big news week in Christian culture, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Duggars. The Duggars. Um, so talk to us. Let's, is there is there anyone listening who doesn't know who the Duggars are? I don't I, imagine. I kind of doubt it. It's um, this homeschool, this family, Christian conservative family from my neck of the woods, Springdale, Arkansas, which was like two miles up the road from Fayetteville, where two I grew miles? up. Two miles. Wow. Yeah, just like right. Yeah, and he's. I guess the dad, Jim Bob, is a is a he's some kind of in government in some capacity. I really try not to think about them because it's very yeah. painful so their kid their show is 19 kids and counting and they're part of this movement called the quiverful movement which is disgusting the word quiver is just disgusting anyway <laughs> <laughs> quiverful, which means like you have your you know there's a proverb about you have your your quiver full of arrows and you're blessed because your children are like qu- quivers in your arrows in your quiver gross anyway <laughs> just sounds like her badge is a clown car so oh yeah i just try not to think about it but they're i mean everyone knows who, who they are and every time a dugger kid gets married that's on people magazine and they're like we didn't kiss till our wedding day and so anyway it's come out and i i have i have stayed a little ignorant of all of the details but apparently josh duggar who's in his 20s now um was a- accused you know, and convicted on several counts of molestation. He wasn't convicted. Oh, he wasn't. Um, okay, tell no, me what you no. know. Yeah. So what? What? I guess what the deal was is that he touched, I think, three or four of his sisters and at least one girl not in the family um, while they were asleep. So the details the of that, but you know, of the touching is 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 not revealed, at least not to mm-hmm. my knowledge. But um, yeah, so he did that, and I think I'm not sure how it came about, but I think he he confessed to it, and so they talked to him about it. You know, gave him church counseling and stuff like that. Set him up. The, only, the closest thing to reporting it was they set him up with a with a state trooper that they knew that was a friend oh, of the family. Him. Well, that state trooper has since been found to uh, have a bunch of child pornography and he's now serving 30-something years in prison for that. Of course that. he did. So um, this, this is the, the, the most uh, uh, lawful person that was um, uh, taking any charge on this situation. So, um, yeah, so that's... And, and I think some people pulled out some document in the homeschooling uh, guide that they use. And when it comes mm-hmm. to, there's actually a, a document on um, sexual abuse, which essentially blames the victims it that maybe the victim. they weren't dressing modestly enough yeah. and stuff Why like that. Why did God that. allow this? Yeah. The, it's yeah. your fault is what it comes down to. So Yeah, yeah. It's sickening. The whole thing is is sickening. And then it's also brought into question that Oprah had known about this. Uh, I think it's, Yes, because... You know well, way more they, about this than I do. You, oh, <laughs> you yeah. Tell me everything. Um, 
Because I, I think when the show, I first show, I, I think it was when they had a regular show, they just had a special. It's mm-hmm. before I realized what a sick, sick place TLC was. You know, I think, it was on, I think it was on Discovery, you know, Discovery Health, you know. So you feel like it was back when you still believed Discovery had like some sort of, you know, values. Uh, and so, um, and they, I saw a show about this. I was like, wow, this crazy like family with all these kids, you know, and I didn't, they didn't talk about the religion really. They just talked about their day to day life and having a big family so it was just kind of interesting it's like whatever I think I saw a couple of shows about them and then I realized they had their own show and I never I never saw it after that because by then I was like fuck this all this exploitative TV you know so um Anyway, but um, yeah, so I guess before they got their regular show, 19 Kids and Counting, Oprah had um, taped a special with them. And then um, a lot of people were popping up in comments and things saying they know the family and started exposing this stuff. And Oprah Mm. and her people found out about it. And so they nixed the special on the Duggars. So that was known then. And that's before TLC started the show. So TLC's seemingly known about this the entire time and just like well yeah. it's going to be like another duck dynasty thing well let's yeah. just go run with this until public opinion makes us stop yeah so, or like the yeah. nfl and domestic abuse for their players and stuff exactly yeah so um so yes yeah, so no charges i think now like the statute of limitations is passed for pressing charges on this stuff uh, with him anyway wow. and probably everyone within there is not going to press charges anyway so um Aww. but that's uh that's the situation as far as I know so I guess you know I think I jumped on it because you know what atheist doesn't love some fucking Christian hypocrisy (laughs) and I mean they are so hardcore they are so they were like robocalling people Uh uh, Uh you know about you know campaigns and things saying horrible things about homosexuals and you know just you know they're really like you know saying they're calling like homosexuals and transgendered people perverts that you need to keep away from people it's like um guess what what? You're harboring one in your own home. So, yeah. and not really blaming the victims and not really doing anything about it. So, you've got a known pervert. How about you stop accusing other people who have not done anything of being perverts? So, yeah. Yeah, it's, and Josh yeah. was president of the Family Research Council, and I guess he just had to step down, and they are so anti-gay. and, and Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. And it goes to show, like, when you have that fundamentalist viewpoint, like the black and white thing, like you have to, you have to put your all behind why this is good or why this is bad. You know? Right. And so that's why I think it fosters dissociation when yeah. they're, when they're forced to look at something like this, they can't have any room for gray or go, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Geez. Ooh, we have to acknowledge yeah. this. It's just automatically they would be demonized by their own standards. And so they kind of put up this wall, this blank wall and be like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. Bury it, you know? Right, <laughs> so. right. Because it's so, if, if if this wasn't somehow part of God's plan, you know, mm-hmm. it's like then God, does, it, you know, then it means God doesn't have all the power or if God let this happen, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. They, have to, they have to find a way that God, this is a good thing, yeah. you know? Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially that's what they're doing. Have you seen yes. what's happened to Mike Huckabee. Oh, tell okay. I've seen some stuff, but you might know a little bit more recent stuff. So yeah, just tell me. So Mike Huckabee, who what was he? Wasn't he the governor of Arkansas? Governor of, of my home state. Yeehaw. Yes, yes. He, he he's not still though. He was right. He's not still yeah. the governor. No, as far, right, yeah. so, as, far as I know. No, yeah, I don't keep up. So but. I think, believe former governor of Arkansas, Mike Huckabee, and you know he's like you know recently had a book came out that called what God's 
God Guns and Grits or something, you know, about all his values. And this man was publicly in promoting his book saying that the Obamas were bad parents for letting their daughters listen to Beyonce. Because that's just such a bad influence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's saying that. He's also on record saying that people shouldn't be forgiving of Roman Polanski for uh. sodomizing a teenage girl just because he's a great director. Yet, when Josh Duggar <laughs> molests his children... Different story. Different story. He said, I'm just I'm just sort of paraphrasing, but, you know, he's... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, people make mistakes and God forgives oh, mistakes. Shit. Stuff like that, you know? Like, it was a mistake. It's like, it mistake. oh, whoops, my hand's accidentally on my sister's tit Five and on times. her vagina. Like, yeah. what are you doing? This is not a mistake when you're a teenage boy, especially from a family that, you know, condemns all sexual conduct contacting been kissing you know this is wrong this is 10 times wrong and then it is for a normal uh, kid yeah. you know yep, it's a million exactly. times wronger as is saying the word wronger um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so suddenly yeah mike huckabee thinks you know josh isn't such a bad person for doing that and the duggars aren't bad parents for just you know, sweeping it under the rug. So, yeah, hypocrisy across the board. It's kind of glorious. I mean, I hate that the abuse happened. And that's the thing. It's it's almost become less about what Josh's actions as a teenager, but all the fucking sickness that's followed it and what the parents or how the parents have responded to it. That seems to be what people are more outraged by. Not that the abuse isn't obviously outrageous, but the subsequent adults in the situation have not... Mm-hmm did nothing you know yeah well and what's interesting is i've seen a lot of people i'll kind of like lurk these threads that i know christians are going to comment on on facebook and i stay out of it but i just kind of want to see what the temperature is and i've seen so many women say this wasn't abuse this (gasps) he was just fondling he was just touching a butt is an abuse and i'm like well he did a well, I, I, I did say this to one person. He did a fuck of a lot more than just touch her butt. And she yeah. goes, and she said, you know, she said something that hor- horrible that happened to her in her past. She's like, that was that was abuse, but this wasn't. And and the oh. thing is that I mean, we go over, you know, I have to know this for my job, but like sexual abuse counts as any kind of, any you know, a sexual sexual interaction when one person is forcefully dominant or significantly older than the other. It's like that's right. that's the definition, the legal medical definition. So right. this was he, the dude was dominant, you know? This wasn't the person's idea. She was asleep. I'm sorry. Like it makes yeah. you know, it's easier for you somehow to think that this isn't abuse, but that's what's happening. And in also this week in hypocrisy, there is a church that is related to Mark Driscoll. Mark Driscoll started this church planning network called Acts 29. And so they have a giant church in Dallas. It's called the Village Church. And it mm-hmm. just came out this last week that there was a pedophile on staff. He was a therapist and he assaulted like several children again. Like I didn't go into the details because I'm like, I have to see this at work all the time. But yeah. I've known that, that, that okay, when, when the Village Church learned that this man on staff in some capacity was abusing children... Mm-hmm. Um, the, and the wife wanted a divorce. They let the husband, the pedophile, off the hook, and they told the wife, "No, you may not get a divorce because that is unbiblical." And she's like, "Well, then I want out of this family because I'm sorry. I have, you know, we have children. I don't want to be married to a guy who's turned on by little girls, you know." Yeah. And, and they punished her for trying for not obeying them when the, she's like, "All right, I want to break my membership covenant yeah. or whatever." And they're like, "Sorry, you can't do that." And like. 
all the while the guy is getting off the hook. They're covering for him oh. and they're putting it on the woman who is doing the right thing and, and whistleblowing. Yeah. So anyway, and it's just very slick. They put they send out an apology and on my fir- on first read, I'm like, okay, it sounds like they're doing the right thing. And then I was like, something's not right. And I read it again and they said, we are sorry for not um, helping um, Karen is the wife's name. Obey, uh-huh. obey more clearly. She didn't obey oh. us. Like, yeah, they victim blaming in it, and it was slick. They like made it look like they were really humble, but like wow. th- the thing is, they never released a statement about her husband Jordan, who was the pedophile. Wow. <laughs> and they made it all about her, and they continued to shame her in this apology. And and the head guy Matt Chandler threw his elders under the bus. Like he didn't, he wasn't a good leader, and said, "I take responsibility for this." He's like, "Oh, the elders did it." <laughs> uh. <laughs> so. Anyway, it, it correlated nicely with the Duggar situation going on. Yeah. Ugh. God. I'm just so glad the stuff is coming out, but it yeah. seems to take but a ton It's to so happen. fascinating, though, because it really, like you're saying, it really shows the, their commitment. Like, they have to fucking go this line or else everything falls apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just, you can see how damaging it is. It's like, mm-hmm. it shows why that kind of thinking is so damaging. Because, you know, the rest of us can clearly see that there's a problem, but they're incapable but I think I know a lot of like Huckabee's um, supporters on his Facebook page were just not letting him get away with that shit you know like the majority were like I'm sorry but you cannot forgive them for this you know you cannot just sweep this under the rug so I think I think that stuff's good like you know for helping people see oh I've been trusting everything this dipshit's been saying and now look what happens it's just when (laughs) it suits him yeah oh god so much it's, literally it's, oh. <laughs> god uh, fucking hell fucking hell fucking hell okay so um within my own family which doesn't have the problems of religious or sexual abuse <laughs> <laughs> um Thank uh, so i don't know so recently i've been um having a lot of anxiety about like kunzi's like been you know, just his speech development has been just growing in leaps and bounds because he was taking a really long time to talk Mm -hmm. and now he's just blah, 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 blah about everything, you know? And first he was just sort of parroting the words we were saying and now it's like, like this morning I walked into his room and I was wearing pajamas with stars on the pants, which I haven't worn in months. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, stars! Like he, I was like, when did we last talk about stars? But like he always knew the word and now he's got a reason to say it, you know? So, so so cute and like he's like table Uh records like all this stuff Uh like he's just saying it like out of his brain (laughs) exactly just like Helen Keller (laughs) but um yeah so it's like this is super exciting because we've been waiting for this for so long but then I'm getting pulled backwards like oh my god we're losing all these like cute baby things that he would do instead you know so Mm -hmm. I'm just in this really confusing state of just like I just feel like his whole life is rushing by me in my mind mm-hmm. all the time, and I just, and I can't hang, I can't hold on to it. It's it's like my hoarder tendency to keep things. I'm trying to keep a, all these pieces of him somehow, you know, right. not just on like video and recordings, but just in photos. I just like I feel I just feel like I actually need to have it in my life, existing mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. all of it. You know what I mean? All mm-hmm. the stages, mm-hmm. and it's just it's. It's just not possible. This is just life and people growing and changing. But obviously, you never understand this until you've had a kid. This kind of 
watching yeah. this thing develop and change. So I don't know, am I batshit crazy or is this a normal <laughs> thing that parents <laughs> Oh, super, super normal. Oh my God. It, because, yeah. I mean, it, they're a little piece of you and, but, and yet they're so separate. And so you, but when they're tiny, like they don't know a difference between the two of you. So, you know, you're so bonded. And when you see them gain independence, like it, you're yes. so proud. It's like mm-hmm. the happiest I've ever been is seeing them like, you know, smile and have fun and, and be smart and funny, you know, like, it's just like yes. nothing, there's nothing better than that. And, and yet you're like, you're, you, you realize, oh my gosh, they're separating from me. And so there's loss there. Yes. That's, there's that's yes. a big loss. It and is. you have to grieve it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so painful. Because we took painful. him to a, a preschool, like, just, just not, like, probably in the preschool just to check it out. And he was playing, and he was kind of tentative at first, and then he was starting to have a good time. It was really funny, too, because, like, I was nervous standing in there, just like, I don't belong here. <laughs> and, see, and then I was like, oh, why isn't he playing? I'm thinking, well, he's just a baby. Like, why shouldn't he feel like I feel like I'm in a strange place, you know? But um, then he kind of got comfortable and started playing and kind of had an exchange of a ball with a boy and he laughed and then he got in a little car and he was driving around and suddenly I was like, oh my God, this is our near future that he's just going to be going to preschool and having his own little life. And then that really got to me too. Like you're saying, the independence when you start like, they're just not going to need me as much. Of course, they'll always need you, but not in the same way, you know? It was just, that was, that's been hard and yeah, it's just, oh, and then his diddle there thing that he says, oh, and I was texting you about, about this, I think it was there. after I'd been to the preschool, so yeah, so he says diddle there for yes, and we love it, you know, we don't want yeah, him to ever stop, and I we know, know one day we're going to say, Quincy, do you want to, do you want some water? And he'll go, yeah, and then I, and I said to Stephanie, he's like, I will cry, I'll fucking cry the day that he says yes, he stops saying diddle there, and then I started crying at work thinking about oh. it, and I had to go into the bathroom and oh. cry, like, fully cry because I was like yeah. I don't want him to ever stop saying diddle dad <laughs> yeah uh, that's how I would like Lolly would call waffles wackles uh-huh. and I just oh, I love that so much wackles and I never wanted her to say say it the right way and was she know. saying it like that for real like that's how she no. was saying waffles well, when she was uh-huh. like two or three waffles was wackles W-O-C-K-L-E-S yeah and cottage cheese she called it baby chi and I still call it I still call it baby chi and um uh, what else did she say? Caterpillars was calipitter, just oh. th- just that sort of thing. And and yeah, so yeah. now she's oh and and the way oh this is my favorite. The way she says wolf is woof, or <laughs> you know she did not anymore. I'm like please say this word. I'll write it out. Say it. She's like wolf. I'm like no please. Yeah, yeah. Woof. How, what's more than one? Woofs. Like that is my favorite thing. So um, I rem- like when I was like grieving this when Judah was he was probably like three or four. I think, and he was dancing at a wedding. I remember bringing this up in therapy. I'm like, I saw him uh-huh. dancing at a wedding, and he was kind of charming everyone, and they're like, oh, look at that kid, and he was having so much fun, and uh-huh. I felt sad, and I'm like, what's wrong with me that I felt sad? And she's like, well, uh-huh. you know, you're grieving the separation. This is very normal. And, yeah. and one thing she said to me, she's like, I think that if you can find similarities between yourself and Judah, your son, mm-hmm. it will make him make him easier for you to let go of just as the years right. go on. And so that, that's something I always think of because mm-hmm. um, it makes you think, gosh, we are really connected. Like there, there actually isn't <clears throat> so much loss in, in the way that seems obvious. There's a lot of like, you know, just invisible connection and, and, you know, similarities. And of course, like we're so interconnected and we'll be our entire lives. So yeah, that was helpful for me, but yeah. whatever, whatever you make of it. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. 
I guess we still got to find those those things. But there are always mm-hmm. little things, you know, like when Quincy mm-hmm. sleeps late. I'm like, that's my boy, you know. Like, if he stays like this, we'll always be bonded in this way of enjoying mm-hmm. sleeping together. And, you know, obviously yeah. more personality traits will start to to crop up as time goes on but yeah that's a nice a nice way to to help deal with it but yeah, yeah. it's hard but well one thing i'm like i know people without kids hate when people with kids like oh you wouldn't understand you don't have kids you know they hate yeah. that but i never hated it because i was like yeah i don't have a kid and now i'm feeling all these feelings that i know i never would have understood before you know i'm just i'm not saying that as a joke i'm saying that objectively like i remember when i didn't have kids and now i understand th- certain things that i didn't understand before you know it's like exactly i don't understand what it's like to lose a close family member because i haven't yet you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i don't think anyone would say you wouldn't understand you've never lost a close family member no one's gonna say i hate when people say that they're such jokes of course i'd be upset it's like no one's not saying you would be upset it's just like you just don't understand anything until you've experienced it like i think that's fairly true of anything you know Uh uh so i don't know i don't know why people get like uptight when people with kids say oh you wouldn't understand you haven't had kids like i think they hear it as i think it's like with vegetarians like people accuse vegetarians and vegans of being pretentious and i feel like they take it as some are but not all definitely (laughs) some parents are pretentious and some vegans are pretentious but it's like any any so that means that anyone that says anything that can be remotely construed as pretentious people just kind of take it that way as like uh you wouldn't understand said you don't have kids like they hear it in that tone all the time some people do and i don't think that that's that's intended it's just like really it's just yeah it's just this you're more i feel like for me i'm expressing i didn't understand how this felt until now so i'm saying it from that place not in any kind of accusation to anybody else you know what i mean yeah of course but yeah but yeah there's just pains in the heart and pangs i didn't know i had you know (laughs) yeah 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 no i mean it's all completely healthy and normal and and a pain in the ass but it's (laughs) yeah yeah something to deal with i guess yeah Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever cried on the podcast. I don't know if you have. Oh wow! I don't think I have. See, oh. Oh. See people, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you would if it happened to you. Yeah, but yeah. Until then, that's one thing they cannot prepare you for. What was the, what were you saying? Like when you wrote things to expect when you're expecting, what you would add <laughs> about wet bread? <laughs> oh God, thing. yeah. I would add you expect to see a lot of wet bread and you not being okay with it. Like oh God, yeah. Last week, um, I had I, I went out to eat just like a croissant with Quincy at this cafe mm-hmm. that I go to, and I gave him some, and he's like bread, bread. He's like wanting more bread, so I kept giving it to him. And he had like a tiny little bit of wet bread like on his lip. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to deal with that. But then luckily he like worked it back into his mouth and I was so relieved. And then he was talking with his mouth full and then a chunk of wet bread landed about six inches from my foot. And I could like feel its presence, even though without looking at it, I knew it was there and I was afraid to move because I was afraid I would, and I was afraid to stop thinking about it because I didn't want to accidentally step in it. Oh, it was horrible. But yeah, just so much wet bread that nobody warns you about. Um, yeah your wet bread aversion definitely heightens my awareness of of wet bread when in in all its forms wherever it is (laughs) thank you you. (laughs) and you know with the um like because you knew had your problem with indian food um for a long time uh are you like clear of that now or are you like still a bit "Eh, but i can deal with it it. i'm I'm clear clear of it it. yeah it took about 13 years but i haven't had any issues yeah i can fully eat 
and yeah. Sog Paneer and whatever. So. Oh, yeah. See, you're naming it. That means you're, you're sincere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking but about no. your, your Sri Lankan food, though, that you made for us oh, that one time yeah. when Rich, Rachel came over and I think oh, Duncan yeah. was there and Mike and his fiance at the time so yeah yeah and that coconut i was making toasted coconut for this cake i made the other day and i'm like this is reminding me of when simone made that coconut for the oh yeah the, i should make you some recipe. i can mail that shit i can mail that <laughs> yeah maybe not in the summer i'll wait till i think i've said this before but yeah remind me and i'll make you some in the in the in the, in the fall Aww. but um yeah but the, you know something that's still haunting me when i asked about the indian food because yeah, i got my new samsung phone um the day before i found out i was pregnant and then the week after I was in bed, like, playing with the, learning the phone, and I had really bad morning sickness, and, you know, the, the phone just became, this wasn't a thing of joy, having a whole new, because I'd switched from iPhone, having this new toy, it was just like, uh, yeah, and I just became, like, associated with feeling gross, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, but I, I, I thought, I'm going to hate this phone all the time, but eventually, I, I used it enough, obviously, I got used to it, and got over it, but then, the other day, I was somewhere, and I heard one of the default tones, like, one that I changed from early on and I felt sick just hearing it because oh. it was like that that was the tone from when I just got it and hadn't set my own tones and I was just like uh-huh. oh and the person's phone kept going off and I was like oh oh make it stop like god damn it why are you using the default tone who does that I was really upset about it <laughs> who uses the default tone who does that <laughs> actually I just got my new phone on on Wednesday and I still have the default tones and every time it goes off I'm like oh, not, it's a different tone obviously I would have changed it immediately but uh, I was like oh my god I've got to change these oh my god I've got to change these but then I answer the text and forget but yeah oh man so um how, how did it come up the other day? We were having a chat with, with listener Jonathan and um, and the, the word squirt came up. Did I mention it? Um, I hate the word squirt. That's a bad. word I hate. It's really Even, bad. It's really bad because – and it, like I think I first – really thought about it when I'm watching Dodger games and Vin Scully will somebody hits a, sh- a ball into shallow right field he like squirts it over to shallow right field I'm like why did you say squirt it's like I just picture this I just picture this like hosing of diarrhea uh splaying across the across the baseball diamond and into uh just into into uh, shallow right field it's so gross I picture jizz yeah, see, that's funny, because you, you think of jizz, I think more of diarrhea. Um, like, really, really watery diarrhea. It's so no. gross. But yeah, but squirting, yeah, obviously. I think if thinking jizz squirting is less gross to me than diarrhea squirting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why it Definitely. extra horrifies me. But I don't know, like, if you're talking about, like, a spray bottle, or you say squirt bottle, I think I'm, because it completely puts my mind into like a spray bottle it doesn't bother me you know because you, you immediately follow up when you just sort of say squirt with no context then i'm i'm diarrhea <laughs> i'm jizz I, I'm, I'm jizz a, i'm a jizz girl okay here's another thing that i don't like i don't like it when people are like i'm i'm a i'm an oatmeal girl when it comes to breakfast or i'm a i'm a blue girl when it comes to paint colors or, like i fucking hate that when i'm or, or when they say i'm the type of person who oh i'm the type <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, not that it's self-referential. It's just—is it just like dorky or something? I don't know. I'm like, there's a specific type of person who goes to this certain perverted place, and that's me. That yeah, I would yeah, be yeah, at that yeah, kind yeah, of camp. Yeah. So. It's like people who we had a neighbor at our old apartment that had all these stickers like pro, pro, you know proclaiming how crazy they were, like you know, you know, you know this is like you know 
back soon, gone crazy. And I'm just like, you're not crazy. Crazy, real crazy people don't do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you're, you're wanna be crazy. <laughs> wanna be the, cool crazy. And if you are buying stickers and t shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was a little more crazy, but yeah. Craziest <laughs> thing I've ever done is buy this sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the type of person who would buy the sticker and put it on my car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that kind of thing really, really bums me out. It and wasn't yeah. your, your Alzheimer's neighbor, was it, by any chance? No, 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 no. She, she, that, that would be true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bless her heart. That would be a public service announcement if she had put a gone crazy sticker on her car. <laughs> Is she still no. live by herself? She just was recently uh, sent to a home. Okay. Wow. So, what did it take? Because she'd lived there since the 60s or something, right? Since the 50s. She was the wow. first tenant in the building. But oh she um, she um, was declared uh, incompetent by the doctor. Aww. So she was moved to a very nice facility. It's funny because we left for Australia and she was there. And then we came back and I imagined you know, her saying, Hi, oh, you've been, been on a trip because she sees our suitcases. Yeah. But like... She, we just see all this stuff, boxes and boxes on the patio, and just like, oh my god, she's gone! Like, we'll never see her again! So, yeah, she was fooled into it by, um, she has this one friend, and they go out to lunch regularly. We can't mm-hmm. imagine what having a whole meal with her would be like, because she doesn't remember things from literally 10 seconds earlier so it would just be the most repetitive annoying conversation ever but um anyway so so the friend took her out to lunch and it was a very long lunch which i guess you can do with her because she has no track of time and and so uh, and they started moving her stuff from the apartment to the um to the retirement place and um and so they moved her uh and then like pick then from the lunch they took her straight there and it's like here you are and she was not having any of it she has a 24-hour carer and yeah but she and she escaped one day when the carer Ah, was like in the bathroom or something she escaped (laughs) she escaped escaped, and then like they were looking for all over in the place where she's living and then um she was seen uh some people called the 911 because she was seen walking on the on-ramp to the 101 freeway oh man yeah and then the police picked her up and they were like what's your address so what does she do but give our address and like gets brought back in the police car and one of our neighbors is leaving and sees her getting out of the car he's like oh shit and like immediately comes back and pulls over like um what's going on and like explains to the police what happened so they took her back where she was supposed to be but yeah she escaped oh man but yeah but that was like just before that all went down like just before while we were in australia and um i think that escape happened like the day before we came back so we we missed all the drama but yeah now the new tenants are gonna move in i think any day now so oh wow yeah pretty crazy so that's the story. That oh, and interesting, Walt Jr., the cat that I um, uh, rescued from her clutches a few years ago, um, I went to visit him today. So that was Aww. sweet. Yeah, because I'd lost touch with the girl. Like, I kind of gave the cat, and I was like, I need to just yeah. let this go. Because I was really attached to him because he was really sweet. And then um, uh, I won't go into the details, but I managed to, we found each other online. And yeah, I was like, oh, how's he doing? And she's like, you should come and see him. So I went and saw him today. And he was really Ooh. sweet. What's his name? 
Well, I named him Walt Jr. from oh. Walt Jr. and Breaking Bad because I was right. like insanely obsessed with Breaking the Bad time, at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then she called him Peter, but he wasn't answering to Peter, so she tried adding Walter Peter, and he, that didn't work either. But it just kind of stuck. So he's Walter Peter, like not Walter with Peter as the middle name. His that. name is Walter Peter. <laughs> So. What was um oh my god your friends in Durham or or was it Chapel Hill who had that cat named Sir, Sirloin Beef Tips or something? Yes. Yeah, Jermaine, it was something longer was than name? that. I think it was something it was something, something Sirloin very Beef official. Tips. Oh god, yeah. it was the best name though. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, have to I'll investigate find that. Yeah. Well, before we digress too far from the from yeah. the disgusting word squirt, um, <laughs> listener Jonathan called into the dong line to enlighten us about the squirt app, which is just as horrifying as you might imagine. Hey, this is Jonathan calling from Michigan. Uh, Stephanie is friends visiting the glory hole place reminded me of a friend of mine who uses an app called squirt regularly and squirt is a hookup app that gay guys use for uh, looking up cruising areas in various cities so if you're visiting a city you can look up and see if there are like public restrooms or parks or even stairwells where people go to hook up it's kind of a more old school gay thing uh, but a friend of mine uh, tends to police the app. <laughs> so, for instance, he went to a park to cruise, and there were a couple of guys having sex in public in the park, and he was just watching, and when they noticed him watching, they were kind of like, Ugh, and they zipped up and finished and left. So he gets in the squirt and uh, scolds them for for leaving and says, for your information, it is perfectly acceptable for people to watch if you are having sex in a public park. We kind of Police is it for cruising etiquette. And one time he w- went to a park that he likes to cruise in, and he came back to, to see his friends afterwards. And they're like, "Hey, man, how how was the park?" Like, oh, it's horrible. I'm like, "Oh, what's the matter? Didn't you get off?" Well, yes, I got off, but it was awful. I came upon a group having a three-way, and I started joining in. But once they noticed me, they started pushing me away. And I was already too far down the path, so I started coming while they were pushing me away. And uh, as a, my friend was describing this, they they palmed their own forehead as if they were being pushed away while flopping their other arm around as like a dong, like coming everywhere. So yeah, that's the that's the uh, the squirt app. Thank you for that, Jonathan. I think uh, <laughs> your impressions really make it. The impressions just take it to the next they do. level. <laughs> they do. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing with everybody. Um, so I have some Taco Bell news. Think outside the fun. Um, some of the news is that I actually ate there a few days ago. Um, it was and good. it'd been uh, a while, right? It has been. Right? That's probably like the fourth time in over a year. That I've been huh. there. And it was bad because it was a really long drive through line. So I went inside thinking, Haha, I'll just jump the line. But I was in there for like 15 minutes, which is really degrading. That is, that's um, long for. Yeah, and that was just to take it to go. Not I was, didn't sit and eat it there. So yeah, <laughs> so that stunk. But anyway, so the new Taco Bell news I have is Taco Bell wants to open a restaurant with alcohol. Doesn't that just seem like a dangerous idea? Wow. Like, with all the problems they have, yeah, let's just, let's just take it up a notch by serving alcohol. 
alcohol. <gasps> that does seem like a dangerous idea, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. So the Wikipoc location um, has applied for liquor license. So I don't know, maybe a Chicago listener like Jonah might be able to enlighten us if, you know, the Ooh. kind of kind of patrons that can be expected at that location <laughs> but um yeah alcohol at taco bell i'd, I'd have some can you imagine it would be the worst margarita you've ever had it would have it would like the terrible. shittiest oh in other news which i'm not looking at right now but apparently they're they're um going to take uh artificial ingredients out of their um out of their food what so how is yeah, that possible yeah. They're, they're I don't only know artificial ingredients. I thought. <laughs> well, so I guess I, I guess I guess one of the examples is get this. So uh, this artificial black pepper. So now mm-hmm. they're going to use black pepper flavoring. Like, why can't you just use you black have, pepper? How do you have artificial black pepper? What is going on? Why one? Why did you have artificial black pepper? Two. Why are you now going to use black pepper flavoring? That's from real pepper. Like, why don't you just use real pepper? I this, don't is, this is the best story ever. Yeah. <laughs> How do you have fake pepper? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. But they managed it. So I guess they're just trying to raise themselves to just sort of a medium level of quality. I don't medium know. Sucked. But it's, yeah, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> wow. Um, so another thing I wanted to mention from, and I know this was this was popular at the time, but I had a chocolate bar when I was pregnant um, from Vosges. I don't know how to pronounce it. V-O-S-G-E-S, chocolate bar. And I wrote a letter complaining because the bar fell apart. It like, it crumbled. It just like, I tried to break a piece off. It broke in half. All this caramel was oozing everywhere. And, and this is the one you wrote I, about, right? This you, is the one I wrote about. And I read okay. the letter on the podcast. So you're probably going back to March, February, March of 2013 to, to find this nugget. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I wrote this and it was quite, quite, I, that's right. This is, this is where the infamous line of, I am not some ham-fisted oaf came from to explain that I wasn't manhandling the chocolate bar. But merely, you know, gently breaking it off. So I love um, it so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not some so, ham-fisted oaf. <laughs> yes, I'm not. So anyway, so when I was in Minneapolis the other day, I actually got another bar by this company because you know it's part of like you know I'm allowed to buy food and stuff for myself, and I'm like. Uh, you know, and it gets, you know, it's, it's expense. I'm like, I'm going to try another one of these bars, but I ended up not eating it while I was out and I ate it when I got home. And I was like, so I know what I'm up against now because of, you know, what I've been through. So I actually bring out the chopping board and I take a knife and I gently like cut it gently and it still fucking cracked it. Still fucking cracked it. Yeah. Even with me carefully, carefully cutting it, you know, and I didn't like whack it down like a meat cleaver or something. No, I was very gentle with it and it still fucking cracked. And then I, every time I cracked, like it was in like two, four rows of two, every time I did it, it fucking cracked into the next piece. Such shit. It tastes great, but it is bullshit. But anyway, part of the problem was that on the back is all this ridiculous copy telling you to, you know, bracket and break it gently and rub it and smell it and savor it and like push it up against the roof of your mouth and just describing all these slow ways to savor it, which are impossible because you're going to shove it into your fucking mouth so fucking fast just to stop caramel from going everywhere. So that was like half of my complaint that this obnoxious copy was there. But anyway, so following on from that, sometime last year... Um, Jonah, our friend, sent uh, sent me a picture of get a load of this chocolate, you know, and then um, it was a picture of another 
one of those bars, but she yeah, thought of it because it reminded her of what I had talked about. But I'm like, no, that's the same brand. So I like that it was, you know, it stuck with her. And then she like saw the same thing in this thing, which actually was the same thing. So there was that. But then in my looking looking this up, for, I was trying to find the letter I wrote um, uh, before this episode. And I typed in the brand. And then I found from a year before my chocolate incident. Remember how Kara used to have those questions at her workplace? Um, those five questions. And then she'd send them to us and we'd all answer them yes that was great yes so one of them was um, what is your favorite cho- best brand of chocolate and Carrie's answer was Vosch's oat chocolate oh dear what a mouthful of pretension but also a mouthful of magic <laughs> I so she had, she called the pretension on that chocolate a year before my experience. She can smell it so well. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always say that she should write for the AV Club. Like, there's just something about her. But that yes, she she would call out their pretension too much. Yeah. <laughs> they would never the have AV her Club. on staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I, I like the AV Club. Don't get me chocolate. wrong, but oh, great, uh, I know he does. He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw this posted during the week on facebook and it really annoyed me as do anything like this and this is when i feel like i live in a bubble of like of great people which is a good thing for me but it's just sad for humanity so it was one of these it was a picture of 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 sir isaac newton it said newton's third law of emotion for every male action there's a female overreaction uh. and and I just, it's, this isn't a feminist issue. This is just a, a men do a human, this and women do that. Issue. Huh? Just an issue of humanity. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it's just like, I hate also when women post things about men being lazy or obsessed with sex or whatever. I'm just like, I don't live in this world. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not surrounded by people that fall into these just, just, overt stereotypes you know it's like I just and just so that I'm talking to people that I'm dealing with people who like post things like this that feel like yep this is the way it is this is how men are this is how women are they overreact it just makes me sad you know I'm just I just feel like what you live in this reality I don't I really really don't do you feel like you don't live in this reality I feel like I don't live in that reality I mean that's just it's kind of kind of archaic (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like they, they take something that everyone's pretty much moved past, and they think they're real smart for tearing it apart. Or so, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, like, it's the, like still making Irish jokes. Like, does yeah, anyone still yes, do that's that? that's it. That's yes, it, yeah. Yeah, like, does anyone like, still make Polish uh, jokes, Irish jokes? Like, yeah, I, I feel like, huh, if somebody's doing that, like... It's not even that I find it offensive in any of those things. I don't find those those kind of jokes offensive. I'm just like, oh, it's just if you really think that's a thing to be, you know, like I don't. It's like it's just not a thing. Like for something to be a joke, it has to be a thing, you know. Yeah. So it's like if it's it's not really a thing, then it's not really a joke. So to me, these things are just like, oh, just yeah. It's not funny because it's not a real thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's such it's, a generalization. It's, yeah, it's it's like talking about. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to make a comparison because it's, it's plainly obvious. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I'm annoying myself just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I think because I have such... I'm so, I, 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 the humor I find funny is like deeper and more... Yes, I mean, even if you watch The Simpsons, like, jokes on that are just more specific about things, you know? Making a men are like this, women are like that joke is just like... 
so shallow and it has no depth of anything. You know what I mean? Like, get yeah. into some details about stuff. It's just so It's just a red state. Like, I remember in high school, back in Arkansas, there was, you know, there was a, a lot of rednecks and... Um, uh-huh. One in particular, my geometry class in 10th grade would wear this hat every day, like a fo- one of those foam trucker hats, you know, like with the baseball uh-huh. brim. And it said, I didn't wake up grumpy. I let her sleep. And he wore that uh. hat every day. And it's uh. <laughs> like, eh, you're really funny. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's just the same thing. Yeah, it totally is. It's just, yeah, it's depressing. I feel disconnected from people that post stuff like that. I hide them, like, immediately. I've gotten to where I only have, like, 20 people that show up in my feed. (laughs) It's it's great. Yeah. (laughs) And they might be fixing the go, too, any minute. No. (laughs) So, uh, wouldn't be a dong teeny without... Well, actually, it would, because we do plenty that don't have it. But (laughs) technically, it's not a dong teeny without a... Dongs in the So there was a um, Muslim televangelist who was complaining. He was he was on the air saying masturbating men will find their hands pregnant in the afterlife. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he said men that masturbated were going to have a hands pregnant and asking for its rights. Asking for their hands <laughs> masturbated. Yeah, like I guess like women are like asking for rights all the time, and that's oh, really annoying, you know. Really so, annoying. so imagine how annoying the, it'll be when your hands want their own free rights. I know, right? Yeah, the <laughs> hands gonna want to be able to make a choice about keeping this baby. So. <laughs> but they'll think twice before they crank it now. Yeah, well, actually, I think he got really laughed at because it's not even actually Good. quite forbidden in Islam. It's discouraged it and looked down upon, but it's not forbidden. So yeah, oh. so I think the guy just they kind of just kind of decided he was batshit for saying that so I don't think he got a lot of that's not like the the, the way of those people of the people so yeah well good um, but yeah but it was just a I, I loved the uh, the proclamation that a hand could get pregnant I'd really like to see that happen will, what will it give birth to a, 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 a little exactly. person or another hand <laughs> or, a, or a dong <laughs> or dong. What will it be? It came from a dong. The dong was attached to a man, but it is a hand. What will it be? I wish this were true so we could find out. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they don't believe in evolution because this sounds like that would make some sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. A lot could be discovered from this. <laughs> that's it. That's my dong in the news. I just, I thought it was great. It's really a hand in the news, so maybe it's not, it's not, a, it's a bit disappointing. A dong in a hand that squirts. <laughs> <laughs> squirted into first base squirted it down the third baseline you guys <laughs> <laughs> so um, now do you use Shazam on your phone I do you do I do so now do you use it for things you like or things you hate or both both when I'm both. just like what is this you yeah. know this sounds familiar I feel like I should know it. I used it last night I went to go see the mountain goats because uh-huh. my friend plays in them and um, there's an Amy Grant song they played uh-huh. an Amy Grant song and I I know that the singer of that band likes the mount, uh, likes um, Amy Grant and so I'm like ooh which song is this I don't have this album so I shazammed it and I'm like I know I'm going to get an email like telling me all this Amy Grant stuff now or yeah. I suggest this for you so yeah 
Yeah. What do you well, use, I it use it for, though? I was mostly using it for things I hate. And now, like, when I go dancing at Club Underground. Mostly for things you hate. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, what is this? I love that and you hate face, it so much that you have to know what it is. <laughs> I want to know who I hate. Or sometimes it's like, I know one time I was, like, working at a, at a trade show. We were setting up the booth. And they just had some bad bad rock station playing and I was like what is it sounds like Nickelback and like it was like Nickelback and Daughtry and the other winner from like the rocker and I'm doing quote air quotes with my hands right now listener the other rocker that came uh, uh, I think the year after the year that Daughtry won you know just these fake fucking wussy shit Nickelback type rocker guys, you know, but it was like Clay three Aiken? in a row, and I was just like, "What is like?" I was guessing what these were. I was like, "But this is like Daughtry or something." I and keep thinking was. Roger Daughtry, and then I'm like, "No, it's that Chris Daughtry guy." It's that like went Chris country. Daughtry, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's another, like, yeah, I forget what the other guy's name is, but anyway, who cares? He's a piece of shit. So um, yeah, so I use it for stuff like that mostly, um, and then someone's like, "Oh, what is this?" I, I I always know this, and I can never remember what it's what it, what the song is or when I go to Club Underground because I know '80s hits really well, but I don't know like 80s new wave and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff which is what they play and in addition to Britpop which is what drew me there in the first place Um, so yes I'm shazamming a lot when I'm there just like oh I love this song because they play the same stuff all the time and I'm like what is this I never know who it is and I have to ask my Uh friend or shazam but anyway but until recently it was mostly things I hated and I found out that shazam supplies the information that we're shazamming (laughs) to record labels so when I'm shazamming the shit that I hate it's like yep here's another vote for this piece of shit Simone, Simone loves, loves this. Daughtry. Yeah, so let's make more music like Daughtry. So I'm actually voting for the things I hate by Shazamming them. And I, I went onto Shazam's website the other day to write and tell them that they need to put a thumbs up and thumbs down with the thing uh, that comes up so then you can tell them that you hate it or not. Because people, they need to... I wouldn't be surprised if they have, it hasn't occurred to them that people use this as a hate tool. You know How what I mean? How could they not like, How could... You know? Like, you know what these fucking companies are like? We feel that blah, 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 blah. And they just have this optimistic yeah. fucking fantasy view of what they're... What they're product does you know what i mean so i feel like they may not have even thought of that you know because they or you know they, they're not cynics themselves so maybe they haven't thought of that <laughs> they should but be. there was no way to contact them there was no way to contact them on their website <laughs> i was so upset in your feedback <laughs> i'm interested in giving that feedback God you, damn okay. it um another uh, oh i was thinking i was thinking they might be of the mind that all publicity is good publicity even negative you know like so even if you know you're but that's hate, fine but if you want to if, you're, if they're something. making something if they're telling record labels this is what people want to hear if i have the opportunity to say no i hear this and i hate it that's telling the record company people don't like this x amount of people shazam this because they like this but this large amount of people only shazam this because they found it so fucking horrendous because i'm not going to buy it. none of the people who shazammed it because they hated it are going to buy it these people are just mm-hmm. trying to sell records so they need to know what we hate and work on that it's still valid information i'm happy to provide the information it just needs to be used correctly you so, should um use another app called there's this one that i had called soundhound and i oh, really yeah. liked it and and you can sing the song the melody that you're thinking of to it yeah and i did that with i tried the, it i think it must have been song. new when i tried that and it didn't work so i never oh, really? really tried it again but i should try it again they probably improved it so yeah. um i, I mean i don't know what they do with their information but shazam has yeah, had enough yeah. business so I've got to. I've got to get to the, this. Has to. St- I mean, I. I would. I'm. I'm excited that I have a way to. If this information is being passed on, I'm like, great. Let them know that people hate this. But I just, you know, it's not being used that way. 
God. So I'm really stressed. And the other day I heard a song I hated and I didn't Shazam it because I didn't want them to think I liked it. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> well, did you have anything else to add? Anything else interesting from your week? Uh, I don't think so. I, ugh. Yeah, everything's been a blur. There's something about May. Carrie and I were talking about this. You get so busy in May. I don't know what uh-huh. it is. Every year. Uh, have you noticed this about this time of year? Just things seem to like really be piling up and it seems really stressful. And the weather's getting nicer and you want to be happy, but you're like, ah. I've just been like, myself. that's like, for, I think I've been busier this month more than you I've have. ever been busier than a usual six months. So oh, I, can't, okay. I can't even tell. I don't even know. Tomorrow I'm going to, so yeah, what did I do? Yesterday I did something that I can't remember now. Um, today I went, did a bunch of errands, cleaned the house and uh, helped our friend with their baby because he's broken his arm. Um, and How then did he tomorrow, break his arm? Roller skating. <laughs> ah, I love that so much. <laughs> and, um, and then tomorrow, I'm going to a magic expo. Oh. And then next week, I'm going to New York. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll get this out before had the I go to New York. Year. Jeez. I know, I know. And I just kind of want to sit. But luckily, I'm, not, I'm, still, I'm still not upset by it. I'm still not upset by it. So Good. But things will calm down after New York, I think. And I think I will they like will. it. So You will. Yeah. I have every cool. confidence. Well, that'll do it. So uh, please call the dong line if you have something you'd like to squirt in our ears. And uh, <laughs> actually, please, please don't ever squirt anything other than a water bottle into my ear. And that still actually don't do that either. Um, <laughs> that would just be bad. It would get waterlogged. Um, yeah, so please call the dong line and speak words um, into the phone. That's all you're required to do. Um, visit dongtini.com for any bonus material and to uh, make a donation to the podcast if you'd like. Um, and that'll that's about it. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. <laughs> Hey!
Mitzi, do you want a banana? No, no. Do you want an apple? No. Do you want rice and seitan? <laughs>